Hello and welcome into another edition of Second Amendment Radio here on FM News Talk 97.1. Tony Colombo with you along with my partner Aaron Tarlow, the owner of Southern Armory. Great to see you, my friend. You How are too. You? Good. And our new executive producer, Mr. Zach Factor. So we're going to give him a name or can't call him Mr. Producer? I don't know, man. When you go, when you have a name like Zach Factor... Yeah, that's I pretty, like that's if like was, superhero-ish. Yeah, if it was seriously, if he had a normal name, if his name was like Joe Bob, yeah, that's two first Sam names. Brown. Yeah. You know, if it was like something normal, I'd say Mr. Producer is a pretty great name. Yeah. But when you're Zach Factor, you don't hide that. That's on. That's out there. Kind of makes me want to change my last name. <laughs> there you go. I need something cooler. Yeah, I got a question. Do you Tony. have a business card? Yeah. No, I don't. You need business cards. Just d- without even a business listed on it, just mm-hmm. Zach Factor. But you, it has to have like your number. It has to have like a cool like going fast or. Yeah. Oh yeah, there's got to like, be a logo of yeah. some kind. There's got to be an image on there of some. So if you own a logo company, you should probably reach out to Zach. <laughs> yeah, if you, if you do graphic design. Yeah. <laughs> send us your best Zach Factor logo. Yeah. <laughs> it sounds super. There's a contest in there somewhere. I'm with you. It'd be interesting. <sighs> I'm with people you. People submit. So what is new? Um, well, what's happening at the store right now? Let's do that first. Let's start the show with that one. What is got, happening got at some, Southern Armory got right some now? Gun stuff, or gunsmith stuff going on. Uh, I actually, I'm thinking about doing a live stream for, um, if you know, and I, I got two, I got a self, or I got my, you know, iPhone and I got my iPad. Oh, so bragger. I could, I could, yeah, bragger. <laughs> I, hey, apparently you're rich if you've got an iPhone. I heard that got the other phone day. phone and on a, a tablet? Hey, you know, it's an old tablet too. Um, anyway, that's not like any, that's not like a cool iPhone, like not like the 10, but, uh, so what I was thinking about doing was, uh, bringing my wife in. She hates being on camera, but she'll work it for me. Yeah. And, uh, and like maybe cleaning guns. For everybody, because I've got a couple cleaning jobs in. That's and a I've great got, idea. I've got some AR stuff going on. I've got an upper, a guy crushed. Mm-hmm. Okay, he's he maybe listens. So I don't. We won't go too far into it. But <laughs> this upper got crushed, and I'm like, "How do you crush an upper?" And he tells me, <laughs> and I'm like, "All right." And he's like, "I fixed it." And I'm like, "How did you fix a crushed piece of aluminum?" I'm just curious. <laughs> and then I'm thinking to myself, aluminum doesn't really like go. Back, <laughs> right? I mean, it will, but it ain't. It it's not going to be the same. Yeah, it's it never going to be never the same, same far strength wise. <laughs> so, um, so I've got to hammer out an A2 front sight, which is something I do a lot. Um, a lot of people come in and they don't know how to remove that A2 front sight off an AR. Mm-hmm. So I was like, yeah, man, I could do a video on that too. And then I got to reassemble the upper, so I could, I could do an upper assembly video. Dude, but there anything in life that I don't know how to do. Is working on guns? I YouTube. Well, no, that too. Oh, okay. I YouTube. You know, if I need to, if I'm working on something or I'm trying to fix something and I don't know how to do it, I YouTube it. Right. And there is always, a, there's a, there's there's lousy ones. Yeah. But, there, but if you look, if, you, if you you're lucky enough to three find- You should always look Right. If you're lucky enough to find one, a good one on the first one or two, then good for you. Sometimes you should, yeah, and a good point, you should probably look and make sure that like- the first one you find, then you watch three more, and they and the other three do it completely different. You should probably go with the consistent, right? <laughs> Not the one guy who's like, "Here's and, my trick." And I've done that. I've got a <laughs> I've got a Dodge Ram. But and, to, to, but because of that, because and I think a lot of people are like that. I think a lot of people use the internet, and YouTube yeah, yeah. for that type of stuff. Um, a, a a good, trustworthy people, you know, somewhere that people know, like they know you, and they you know, hopefully know this show. Um. 
then they would know that they just need to look at your videos for that sort right. of stuff. And, and there that, always, that'd be great. There's other, ways great to, there's other ways to do stuff, too. and So I find myself doing that, too, mm-hmm. just to see if there's a, a better way or right. better technique. Right. So, I mean, it's not, you know, it's not unheard of. But, right. Absolutely. Um, Silencer Code just ended. Their uh, bias suppressor, good as suppressor. I forgot oh, okay. to mention it. My wife kept telling me, make sure you mention it. And I'm like, oh, okay. And now, of course, it's over and I remember. So, <laughs> uh, my bad. Anyway, I ended up picking up a suppressor. Um, That's cool. Yeah. So, we're at the, I already had a rifle one, but I really wanted a handgun suppressor. Are we beyond the uh, 4th of July American uh, sale? Yes. Yeah, yeah we're, we're outside of that. We're going to have another one starting up in August. Okay. Probably, probably some stuff to do with Ruger. Okay. I haven't quite finished everything up uh, on that, but generally August is, is Ruger. And then uh, September, we do like Smith & Wesson. October, or excuse me, uh, September is Sig Sauer. October is Glocktober. Um, so, and normally we try to throw Smith & Wesson in there too, so that might be August too. That's cool. Kind of between Ruger and right. Smith and & Wesson. Right, good stuff. And then uh, November... We do a little bit of offering, and then we do our Black Friday specials, and then we get into December, man. It's Christmas time. You guys, um, um, right now, the conceal and carry classes, mm-hmm. are they got one, are they really busy, or are they yeah. got some room? Or got what? Like, they're about halfway full. Okay. You know, and, and it's- So a good time to, to get signed up. To get up. in, yeah, especially yeah. if you don't like the bigger ones. Mm-hmm. Um, and the re- summer's always been- Kind of a little lower attendance anyway, because mm-hmm. people are going on vacation. Right, and we and a lot of the people we see in the classes are your typical mom dad, mm-hmm. you know. And then don't get me wrong, we have the older adults in there too. But you know, we we see a lot of that, you know, twenty five to thirty five forty, kind of seems to be. Um, What's the youngest person that's ever been in one of your classes, well, think, and what's the oldest person? I that's think ever like ten. Yeah, ten or eleven. Yeah. And then uh, that and was you said a, as long as you as long as they're with their oh parent, yeah their parent was there as yeah. long as they're with their parent you have no problem with that right doesn't bother me a bit yeah yeah it doesn't bother me a bit and Just what about a, the oldest um man probably eighties late really 80s. yeah that's awesome um yeah every bit I mean I'd probably have to ask my wife because she she probably not dry top of her head but I bet right. you every bit of eighty wow or older that's pretty um, great you know but yeah somewhere in the eighties would be my suspicion because <laughs> there's there's they're kind of like Okay, like what's going on? Like you know, because I like to talk to everybody. <laughs> right. When I see somebody in their thirties in there or twenties in there, doesn't even, doesn't even Normal. yeah, it doesn't yeah. even doesn't even phase me. When you see somebody in their eighties, you're like something's happening. What's up? Right. You know, and and then you know, I just talk to them. My a kids little are bit. trying to put me in the home. Right. Yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna fight them off. Like, all right. I'm standing my ground. <laughs> Let's not give you a gun. Um, no, and and you know when you see those. 60, 70, 80 year olds in the class. Um, they're just like, well, you know, the neighborhood's not like what it used to be, and um, and then you know, I see a lot more crime in the news. And then I always gotta, I always gotta talk to them a little bit because, well, I mean, you're in the you're in the news business. Mm-hmm. You're Mr. T- you're Mr. News Director now. Mm-hmm. You know, that came with a big promotion and me. a corner office and a cool Did business it? card. I haven't got those things yet. You really? No cool business card? No. Get the title, I think. Okay. That's about it. Well, if, if you I don't even a, know. I don't even have the business card. If you own a graphic design business, we've got two customers. Yeah, for yeah. You. There you go. We need a Zach uh, Factor business card. <laughs> yep. And we need a Tony, Tony Colombo news director business card. But uh, you know, so I always talk to him because there are always maybe some special considerations like why are you in the class. So I'm worried about my neighborhood. So we maybe I pull him off the side. Maybe we talk a little bit more home defense. Yeah. Versus you know, or they say I don't plan on carrying the gun out in public. You know, just it's just a house thing, and we just talk about. You know, considerations for the house. The class is really, really broad overview. You know, we kind of hit carrying in public, traveling on, you know, airline, and then traveling in car, and then, you know, we talk about work and, 
you know, and then obviously caring in public. Uh, but you know, if there's if there's one particular topic that a student wants to talk about, kind of on a break, man, we'll just we'll go off to the side and we'll yeah. talk. We don't care. You know, right. we're we're there for you. And that's probably better. I mean, you want to know, you want to get in the head of people yeah. that are learning because what they're thinking. I would say, are there any are there any um, red flags that you're looking for? Like, if somebody seems to be interested in a gun because they're really angry about something, like you, you know, that- I've never encountered anybody okay like that. Now, I mean, I've heard other you know. Heard gun, stories. Yeah, the gun community is small. You know, all the owners of the stores, we all know one another. Right, and we all talk right. with one another, and we all know what kind of maybe one specializes in over another. Mm-hmm. So somebody comes in, they're looking for, you know, Gun X. I'm like, man, you know, I can order it, but I guarantee you, you know, so-and-so down, so down the street's got it in stock. Go down there, put your hands on it. Yeah. And if you want to come back up here and get a price to kind of, you know, check it, that's fine. I'll give you a price. You know, I'll give you a price before you leave, and then you can you can figure yeah, it out, you know, yeah. and... Uh, but we all run about the same, you know. You might only be ten, fifteen dollars difference between them, so you're really paying right. on service. Who do you like? Uh, who do you like more? So, uh, but you know, I've never, but I've heard stories of of the red flag thing, and I actually make kind of, I don't want to say I make a joke in class because it's kind of a serious topic, but I do make mention, you know, if you go to Harbor Freight, which is right next door to us, if you've never been to Harbor Freight, you should you should go. It's quite an experience. But if you come in from Harbor Freight with your Chinese duct tape. Your Chinese, you know, tarp, <laughs> right? And your Chinese shovels with some lye and kitty litter. You right. want to buy a twelve gauge, right? With some red flags for right. us, right? We're gonna have a discussion about right. this. Right? Like, what's going on? Oh, I want to go duck hunting. <laughs> okay, well, it doesn't appear that that's the fact. Well, with duck hunting, that probably you know you dig a hole, you know, down a little bit so you can lay yeah. up a little easier, and you might want a tarp Put so you don't the tarp. absorb all the moisture right. and. All right. Lose right. body heat, you know. Uh, so that's kind of people are like, "Oh, this is great! I need to tell them that I am going duck hunting." Right? Yeah, <laughs> you know, it's the only justification I come up with for a tarp and shovels from Harbor Freight. Um, you want me to order your layout blind? Nope. <laughs> okay. What are the things that you're um, that you're looking for when you are talking to somebody about buying a gun, particularly for that first time? I mean, I, I would imagine that some people come in. And you probably always want to kind of get an idea of for for getting them the right gun. You probably right, want to situation. get an idea of what their situation right. is. Um, and and so it's it's like kind of what your situation is, right? Mm-hmm. You know, like how are you going to carry? Mm-hmm. Going to carry in a purse, or mm-hmm. you know, like I got my backpack today. Yeah, where are you going to keep you know? it? Right. Um, and then you know, or a pocket, you know, because that's going to dictate kind of the size of the gun. And then um, if you're going to carry, you know, and you go to Illinois a lot. Well, we need to talk about Illinois and their laws, but mm-hmm. you need a CCW permit if you want to keep it in the vehicle. And there's probably people out there going, you can't even have a gun loaded in Illinois. Well, if you have a CCW permit from Missouri, you, you can. I'll throw up that article if I can find it. Um, so a CCW permit in Missouri will allow you certain rights in Illinois? Limited. Limited. Okay. Yeah. And it, so it's not blanket, like I can carry wherever I want, but you can have it loaded in the vehicle concealed in Illinois with a Missouri permit. And mind you, that's the Missouri permit, not the constitutional carry that we have. Um, and we always tell people it's really limited constitutional carry because the state didn't come in and, and really blanket it. It's still kind of left up to the individual counties and cities, too. So mm-hmm. we're not like a blanket constitutional carry. But when you go into Illinois, yeah, you want to have a loaded firearm in the vehicle and you have a valid Missouri permit, then you can, can still carry that, that firearm in the vehicle and you can have no issues. Now, the moment you want to step out of that vehicle, you're in public, you've got to leave it in the vehicle, and you've got to secure it in a, a container meant for a gun. And then we fall, you know, you fall back into the old, what we used to know. And so I used to tell people, when you're going to go to Illinois, 
unload the gun, secure it in a container meant for a container that's lockable because you know you're liable for it. Uh-huh. And and you know so you'd you know used to see people from Illinois driving into Missouri on their motorcycles. You'd see them all pulled over before they crossed the state right. line, putting on their helmets. Right. And I'm thinking to myself. I wonder if all these people I see pulled over on Coke Road are taking their guns and locking them up. You know, is it just the opposite? We're right. just doing doing different stuff. So, right. how big of a hassle is it to travel, not um, in a car, but um, when you're getting in an, uh, in an airplane? Airplane? You, yeah. How, so like, d- depends. Yeah. You know, I'm a pilot, so for me, I just get in an airplane like I'm getting in my car. Right. And just carry it. But if you're going to no get deal. on a commercial airline and but you're yeah, if travel you're gonna, somewhere, you're going to get on the commercial. The big to, boys. What do you need to know? So to try to make that experience as smooth as possible. First of all, if you've got questions on this, come into the shop. We'll we'll talk to you mm-hmm. and we'll show you what you need. Uh, but the big rundown we give people is we show them this container. It's a lockable. It's a vehicle safe, but it's a hard side locking container. That's what TSA says you have to have. Mm-hmm. Now, the nice part about this lockable container is you're more than likely going to get in a rental car when you get there. So you take the cable and now you have a lockable safe inside your rental car. Mm. You know, so you're kind mm-hmm. of two birds, one stone. Mm-hmm. Fits more than guns. It fits your wallet, knife, spare magazines. I carry a flashlight, uh, passport, you know, so you put a lot of stuff in there, especially if you're going to a destination, like South Padre Island, for example. I've right. always wanted to go there, but right. never been. But Florida is a good one. California, going to the beaches. You don't want to carry, you know, your wallet and all this other stuff with you. So you just kind of put it in this vehicle safe, leave it in your vehicle locked up. You just take the vehicle fob with you, throw it yeah. in your bag. You're in good yeah. shape. So, uh, but getting it into the airlines, so you, you need to show up to the uh, airport with the firearm unloaded. Uh, they like to see the ammunition in the original box, okay, or some kind of hard hard container. And then um, when you get up to the ticket agent, you're just going to declare the firearm. I have a firearm. It's unloaded. Mm-hmm. You know, it's in a hard side lock container. They're going to give you a slip. You're going to fill it out. You're going to sign your name saying you know, they're not liable for damages or anything like that. And then... Do you uh, immediately... Uh, What's up? How much how much experience do you have with traveling? Like, I, oh, with my, a gun? Yeah. Oh, a ton. And getting on an airplane. Because oh, yeah. my my question is, we might have to bring answer, it in the next. We might one, have to answer yeah. this in the in the next segment. But the question that I have for you is, and in fact, let's do that. I'll, I'm gonna here's the question I'm gonna ask. We'll take a break, and then we'll we hear the answer on the other side. All right. Um, do you just because of the political atmosphere in the in the country? You you even if you do everything right and uh-huh. you go up to the agent and you declare that you have a weapon and you want to get you know you're going to be boarding this plane and you want to do it right, do you feel like you get like an immediate stink eye, or do you get like do oh, you get that immediate? Do I like, have a story for you? Do you get that immediate sense? Okay, that's right. exactly what I want. Right. Like no, yeah. you're all so, of a sudden you're being treated even though you're yeah. doing everything exactly the way you're supposed to do it, you get. Start you start to get treated differently. Right. So the, the we'll get into it heavily here. Okay. But for the people that are going to go because they just pull up to their destination and they're right. like, oh, I got to <laughs> stick around and listen to this. Yeah, don't go uh, anywhere. I've had mixed results. All right. I, I've had I've had few people that are like gun people. What are you carrying? You know, it's so cool. I carry too. Right. And then of course, if they're Lambert, I give them a business card. And then uh, <laughs> hey, it's just how girls. And then there's been places that I've been abroad. You know, right. like uh, Texas, Colorado, and. They kind of been like, you got a what? All right, let's take a break and hear your story. Don't go All anywhere. Right. It's Second Amendment Radio here on FM News Talk 97.1. You're listening to Second Amendment Radio.
Welcome back to Second Amendment Radio here on FM News Talk 97.1. Tony Colombo and Aaron Tarlow, the owner of Southern Armory, along with you today. Thanks again for supporting this show. We do this every Saturday at 3 o'clock here on FM News Talk 97.1. If you have any questions about firearms, if you have any questions about the laws surrounding uh, uh, gun rights and uh, Second Amendment rights, uh, anything like that? Uh, meaning don't, of life. Don't yeah. Meaning of light. Don't hesitate to send them our way. You can follow me on Twitter at Tony Colombo nine seven one. You can also send your questions to the new Second Amendment Radio Facebook page. You can Absolutely. also send questions to the Southern Armory Facebook page. So uh, several ways to submit your questions, and uh, we love answering them. I I got a whole bunch, so we're, we'll start to get some of them um, on uh, today's show, and we'll continue to answer them on every show that we have. I've I, I'm, I've been really getting good response um, on uh, asking for questions, so we, we will try to get every single one of those questions answered for you as we go on. Uh, right now, we as we went to break, we're talking about traveling uh, with your gun. And the hassles that you may or may not encounter, uh, particularly if you're getting on an airplane with your firearm. And I asked Aaron if um, when he travels with his with his gun, if you do everything right, uh, you, 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 you follow the, the protocol, you follow the rules exactly the way you're supposed to. Do you still sometimes run into just because of the of the political environment that we live in and, and, and uh, guns being such a divisive um issue right now yep, definitely. do you ever do you ever find yourself following the rules exactly but then somehow being treated like a criminal or treated like you're up to you're up to no good right uh, just because the fact that you walked up and said hey so, i'm traveling with my gun the people at lambert are primo okay good to know uh, that's yeah. good to know so I, i've never had an issue at lambert uh with declaring a firearm or traveling with a firearm mm-hmm it used to be they That's would, great to know. That's awesome. Yeah. So the, the first time I carried a gun, you know, I walk up to the counter and it's just like, you know, I'm kind of nervous anyway because, you know, I'm getting ready to go to Arizona and uh, walk up to the uh, the ticket uh, counter and talk to the agent. And she, you know, I tell her, you know, I got a firearm to declare. And she goes, you've got a gun? Like really, really loud. <laughs> I'm like, oh my God. In an airport. In an airport. And I'm like, I'm going to get shot by airport police. Yeah. So I don't know what to do with that. And I'm like, go get your supervisor. Like, there's, like, I already read. Like, you know, there's just a form I got to fill out. Right. You know? So uh, she goes and gets her supervisor. Supervisor's like, oh, yeah, this is no big deal. And hands me the form. I sign it. They check to see if the gun's unloaded. The actual airline did. And then um, they go, okay, yeah, just take it down, you know, and, and you're in good shape. And uh, maybe they even took it from me and then just, you know, put it on the airplane. No big deal. Right. So then uh, as things kind of progressed, um, you know, we're going over probably... 10 years, 12 years, every, you know, every time I travel, I take a farm with me. Mm-hmm. Um, then I started noticing that instead of the airline ticket agent checking, uh, which, which I kind of preferred them not to, cause they're not always gun people. Mm-hmm. I was in Texas and I had the, the ticket agent actually pull the farm out of the case without even checking. Oh. Yeah. Which, you know, it's whatever. But then she had her finger on the trigger and she's pointing at me and goes, yeah, I think it's unloaded. And I'm like, we're in Texas. Like this is like gun capital USA. It's like the holy grail down here. What's wrong with you people? So uh, I had to. I, she goes, yeah, it looks unloaded. Starts putting it away, and so I'm like less than amused because I just got flagged with my own gun. Right. And I said, no, 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 no. Let's check and make sure that's really unloaded. Yeah. So uh, 
you know, I, I, you know, I show her how to, you know, properly hold it. You know, I give her just she's got the gun in her hands. I'm not going to touch it in the airport. Right. You're out of your mind. Um, <laughs> you know, take your finger up out of the trigger guard, and so she does that. And I go now, pull it back, and so she she struggles to pull it back, but gets it pulled back, and I show her how to lock it. I said, now take your finger and stick it in there. She goes, all right. So she just jams her finger in there. And now for all of you that carry a gun, you you know when you stick your finger in where that, that uh, cartridge goes and you pull it out, it's dirty. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of like me kind of <laughs> yeah. fighting Get back her, yeah. a little bit. Because she yeah. could have just looked and been like, there's nothing in there, but right. I wanted to make sure I hammered it home. Right. <laughs> so sticks her finger in, she pulls her finger out. She says, there's a black ring around my finger. Mm-hmm. I'm like, yeah, yeah, it's unloaded. <laughs> dirty. Right. <laughs> so It's empty. Yeah. And so, uh, mm-hmm. you know, go ahead and put the slide back down gently. So she puts the slide back down gently, and then I go, now now we know it's unloaded. So she puts it back in the case, and then, you know, she throws it on this little conveyor belt, and it goes goes yonder. Uh, kind of fast-forwarding, uh, we're flying out to Seattle, Washington, and uh, we're going to my friend's wedding. This is a college friend, and uh, she's kind of a, not kind of, she is like a bleeding heart, left-wing liberal, but mm-hmm. I have a very diverse group of friends, mm-hmm. and that's and that's fine. Because uh, you can mute them on Facebook, so you just don't see their, their <laughs> propaganda. But uh, so we're going out for her wedding, and so I'm I'm gonna take a firearm with me. And uh, and at this point, I'd already kind of got tired of them messing with my guns and and f- you know flagging me. It means for those of you who don't know that term, it's you know it's when they pick up a gun and they point it at yeah, you. Yeah, that's flagging. I've I've, I've um, told the story on the show before about the first time I ever went to a meat shoot with my dad and uh, uh, yeah, that's a good story. Yeah, yeah, and and some of his friends. And I was allowed to carry the the rifle that I was that the, that I was shooting in the meat shoot uh, myself, and I had let it just because I was not paying attention and I was just being you know lazy. And sounds like paying. you were really little too. Yeah, I was probably fifteen. Okay, 16, a little older. Yeah, you like know that. better. You know yeah, better. but it was the first yeah. time, and I just was lazy, and I didn't, and I didn't, and I kind of let it as I was walking around instead of being diligent Upright. and yeah. keeping it you know ho- pointing straight up in the air. I it, I had let it sort of slide down my uh, my shoulder a little bit, and so I I started to notice that every time I turned, I would see the people behind me like ducking or moving really like right. darting around really fast, and then I had you know a couple of people yell at me like hey you know up get it up you know and my dad just had you know nobody that I was walking with because I'm walking with people so they didn't notice. Right. That it happened, but I was noticing the people around me reacting yeah. to, and of course the gun was unloaded. But you know, but it's, yeah, we don't know. But it, yeah. you, you never know. And even, I mean, it's good practice, and I'm sure you tell people all this all the time. Even if you are certain, even if you are 100 percent positive that the gun is unloaded, yeah, you still you still need to be very pointed aware of yeah, yeah. Po- always pointed a safe direction. Exactly, good yeah. way to say it. So sorry. So go ahead. Uh, Oh, okay. So yeah, we got didn't to, mean to divert. Yeah, no, 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 you're good. We got I to, to tell my little story. We though. got we got to Seattle, Washington, and uh, so at, at now at this point, you know, TSA is checking your guns, like you declare them, and uh, and then you would they would send you down to TSA. Sometimes the airline employees I noticed would carry the bag down to TSA. Mm-hmm. It's like, dude, I just carried the gun in here. If I wanted to shoot the place up, I'd have done it when I walked in. <laughs> right. We'd I'm not going to declare the gun and check in and then right. go do it. Right. Um, so then, so I noticed that the the ticket agents uh, would would take the gun, walk you down to TSA. Um, sometimes you would do it yourself, but in this case, uh, I was doing it myself. Um, this was in. Um, SeaTac, I guess it's the airport out there, and so I walk it down, and it's this. Uh, 
this uh like a Hawaiian native, you know, bigger guy, you know, mm-hmm. and he's like, You got a gun? I said, Yeah, I got a gun and he opens up the case and um, you know, he checks it and then, you know, zip ties my bag clothes and sends it through. And then um the most recent times I've been traveling uh, a couple times out to uh, Colorado, and I took a firearm with me. And uh, the in St. Louis, I declared it. The ticket agent put it on the conveyor, and it went down, and TSA checked it. And I had to hang out at the ticket counter in case TSA had a question. Mm-hmm. And then, um, you know, just that was that was smooth. But then when I went out to Denver um, to, I guess, Denver International, mm-hmm. D-E-N, mm-hmm. I guess is the mm-hmm. identifier, Um they actually took the gun from me, walked me down to TSA. TSA checked it. Then they walked me out to some other place to put it on a ramp. To I freaking walk it all over this airport. I'm like, you're killing me, you know. Um, so it wasn't a streamlined there. So every airport's right. kind of got its own little, you know, uh, way of doing things. Yeah, I guess that's it. I was looking for a bigger. I, word, I was but. just yeah, um, procedure or whatever. But yeah. Uh, I yeah, the, it's good to hear that you haven't run into. Like I was, what I am always, just because I guess I I don't trust people, and I know yeah. how, um, I know how angry people get, you know, and how they will take a stand on on oh, you yeah. know an issue that they politically disagree with. Right. Like so, you I could and, see you going up to declare a gun, and then somebody being like, "Why do you and, think you need to carry a gun? And What's I got wrong that with you? You know, time, like it's starting to you know right. lecture you about." And I got that the time before in Colorado. Um, I don't remember the airline I was on. It doesn't. It doesn't even matter. But right. I was like, I got a firearm to declare, and she goes, "Were you a cop?" And I'm like, "No." <laughs> doesn't no. Like, does doesn't it matter? matter? No. Like, you're gonna you have to do the not. same thing regardless if I'm a cop or not. And she's, "Why do you have a firearm?" And I'm like, "Well, because yeah. Cause Why I'm, are you asking cause, all these cause questions? Because I'm, I'm traveling out here, lady. Well, what did you come out here for? <laughs> you know. And I I was out there wow. doing doing See? doing fire department stuff. So I, I told her I was out here, you know, doing some training with the fire department and Homeland Security. And then, um, <laughs> then that was that was that. And then um, she was, well, I politically don't agree with them. And I'm like, I really don't yeah. care. See, that's what I'm talking like, about. Yeah. That's what I'm talking but about. But she didn't she didn't really make a big stink of it. And then and then of course I asked her if she wanted to see if it was unloaded, and like just you know because I knew she wouldn't want to see. It. I knew TSA was going to do it. Um, but you know, I asked and she said, no, I was like, all right, that's fine. But you know, I'm going to push back a little bit, you know, especially if you're ignorant. But, um, (laughs) so one time I went through, uh, Southwest here in terminal two and, Mm -hmm. uh, at Lambert and you declared it super easy. And I walk over to TSA and I I tell the TSA, Hey, they have a firearm in here. And he's like, Oh, okay. Well, he's a gun guy. Mm. So he, so he, now you're getting the opposite of the other one. Now yeah, you're totally. Like, yeah. I want to talk yeah. about this. Yeah. So yeah. he does. He does want to talk about it. <laughs> and so I put my bag on the the conveyor th- or hand it to him, and he puts it on the conveyor thing. It goes up into the machine, and the agent working the machine, you know, he's got like bags in front of him. So me and this guy, he's like, "Yeah, what do you carry?" I'm like, "Oh, I got a Glock 19." And he's like, "How do you carry it? Do you have anything on there?" And so I'm like, "Oh yeah, I got night sights and an extended slide release and." You know, and this is how many mags He's I carry. It. Yeah. Oh, yeah, we're just going back and forth. He's telling me what he carries. And the next thing I know, this other TSA agent walks up with this bag, and he's got, like, the classic Disney, like, uh, you <laughs> know, dinner, yeah, dinner plate, yeah. eyes, like, bulging out. Yeah. And he walks up to the other guy, and, like, you could tell this other guy's real senior and been doing this a while, the one that I'm talking right. to. He goes, there's a, there's a gun in here. <laughs> and he goes, yeah, it's this guy's. Yeah. And he goes. That's what we're talking about. Yeah, he's like. Okay, well, well, he goes, well, is it unloaded? He goes, yeah, but there's a gun in here. He goes, yeah, it's fine. Just throw it on that cart and I'll take it down to the airplane. I was right. like, this is awesome. <laughs> it's like, 
So I've I've always had good experiences at Lambert. It's yeah. always been that's good to know. That's really yeah. good to know. That it's makes been, that makes me proud. Right? You know, of, yeah. Because well, we we've had the NRA yeah. convention here twice. So I think they're you know I think they're used to it. I think we are a gun right. you know very gun culturey. Yeah. Um, and if you look at you know how many gun stores we have in St. Louis compared to other cities of similar size, we have a lot of gun stores per capita. Right. right. So you know we are definitely a gun culture here. So I've never had never had an issue at Lambert. They've been awesome. So one of the questions we have, we only have a couple minutes left in this segment. So again, uh, let's do the setup now, and then we'll mm-hmm. we'll, we'll talk about it in a, in a minute. Uh, one of the questions that we get a lot um, has to do with background checks. Yes, uh, and the process right now of background checks, and then I think a lot of people. I don't know if the I don't know if fear is the right word, but certainly concern about um, uh, background checks being changed, like the the regulations of what you go through in a background check or uh, particularly uh, waiting periods. Right, yeah, and then um, ammunition background checks is yeah, another one that, that they've kind of rumbling that, of. Yeah, that we hear that maybe the government is going to be implementing or there's people working on. Mm-hmm. So I um, want to know from you what the truth is about background checks and what the truth is about the rumors that we hear about. Are there going to be longer wait periods? Are there going to be more regulations, you think, being put on um, uh, people that are trying to purchase ammunition and firearms? So um, we'll get those questions answered. Coming up next, don't go anywhere. We continue Second Amendment Radio right here on FM News Talk 97.1. You're listening to Second Amendment Radio. Oh. Yes? It was going to happen there. The drum? The drum. I was about to drum. You were. I was like, oh, here it comes. Oh, here it comes. Aaron, Welcome back. Aaron to, has realized that I am a uh, air drummer. Welcome back to Second Amendment Radio. Sorry, go. I totally ruined your, your right. moment there. This is Aaron Tarlis, Southern hey. Armory, sitting here with Tony Colombo. You got Mr. it, Mr. News Director for 97.1 FM. You got it, Talk Radio. No, and then we nice. got Zach Factor, Zach Factor, Mr. Producer, AKA Mr. Mr. Producer. producer. Yeah, I like it. So, but anyway, so the the joke that I've you know it's been, we've been going on what six weeks now. Oh, it's been more than that. Oh, has it really? I think it's getting close to ten weeks. I think it's been wow. at least eight. Yeah, I could. Yeah, I don't know. I have no this sense of time. This show is just. We're None. just. This show is just. Yeah, it's but, just part of the rotation so, now. So we're not even the new kids on the block anymore. I know. We're just regular old. We're just been here forever. Oh my God, still going Aaron. strong. Don't, don't worry park about in it. that spot. Um, <laughs> 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 I realized where I parked last week uh, after the fact, um, and then. We'll address that anyway. So, um, but anyway, for those that you don't know, That's not for you, yeah, it's yeah, it's it's our inside joke. But That's anyway, funny. I said, Tony, I was like, you know, there's some little things that I notice about people, and you know, and like, you know, I analyzed Tony, did I not? No, oh like, yeah, like I mean, straight up, like you're right-handed. Well, and I'm a and I'm a I'm a perfect like a I'm a fascinating specimen because I've yeah. got so many OCD little ticks, yeah, and. People, yeah, and that's fine. You it doesn't bother really, me. You start analyzing, and you just 
Start going down the rabbit hole, man. Right. So I so I kind of analyzed <laughs> oh, this him. This too and this too. I analyzed him real quick that he's mm-hmm. right-handed. Mm-hmm. And then uh, his non-dominant hand, he wears his wristwatch on. Mm-hmm. And that he always air drums. Yeah, yeah. I mean, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm non-dominant hand. I got my wristwatch on there. Zach Factor over mm-hmm. there, non-dominant mm-hmm. hand. Mm-hmm. He's kind of got a fossil thing going on. We got mm-hmm. the smartwatches. Yeah. <laughs> That's yeah. okay. I'm behind the times. Yeah, I got a fossil. I got one of those skeleton, like, you know. Shows all the gears inside. It's pretty cool. Yeah. Then my dog ate the wristband. Oh. Yeah, leather leather wristband. It must smell good. It smelled <laughs> like me, I guess. <laughs> there you Stupid go. German shepherds. <laughs> um, but anyway, so yeah. So then, you know, I was kind of getting into, you know, you're right-handed, so you probably carry a gun on your right side. Mm-hmm. So then, you know, I always look, you know, if I notice they're right-handed, I always look at their right hip or right pocket mm-hmm. or, you know, the the back, like kind of like the, the like four or five o'clock position mm-hmm. and look, see if they're carrying a gun. Mm-hmm. In the just, holster there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yes, or see if there's straps, you know, because yeah. I know kind of like the tip off. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. I know a lot of people um, will have a, a gun on their hip or in their pocket or something uh-huh. and, Pocket's and, a good place. and think that they are discreet. Yeah, that no. there's no way. And I and a person like you could probably spot that a mile away. Mm-hmm. So I have friends. Uh, I think I, I mentioned this on air. A couple of my friends um, and I'll walk up and I'll tap them. Yes, on their on their hip, on their, yeah, and they'll be like, "What are you doing, dude?" Like they're trying to get away from me, and I'm just <laughs> right. keep going after him. I'm like, well, you can't, you're carrying a gun, you can't fight me off. Um, but I'm, I'm looking, I'm tapping them on their right side. Yeah, uh, that's that's Mike, and then um, mm-hmm. my buddy Brian, he's redheaded <laughs> and left-handed. So, I mean, so like, on the left. super minority. Well, you yeah, yeah. to be left-handed and, and, red, a redhead. and, and a redhead is, like, yeah. unheard of. I think yeah. he might even have green eyes or something weird. Um, so Sounds like a real freak. Yeah. He's, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, he calls himself the left, left-handed ginger. Nice. Uh, I like it. And then B-word. My, uh, my. Uh, but not the female dog My version. middle child yeah. is left-handed. And red-headed? And not red-headed. Not red-headed. But, but not the mailman's good? But it's, we, <laughs> nope, nope, <laughs> no. no. <laughs> she is definitely a Columbo. It's, she's got the, she, Dave Glover always jokes that, uh. Uh, he he's never seen a family that keeps making kids that look exactly the same. They all oh, all my man. yeah all. I'm we, only I'm we only have a look. End. We have a look. Um, but um, yeah, but it's I but I was so happy when she was left-handed. Like I I think it's cool because it's it is unique r- unique. Eleven percent of the sets population. You, yeah, it sets you apart. I think that's so cool. And and yeah, so Good. I was happy. It's hard. It's hard to find a left-handed wristwatch. And we have. And my wife is a twin. Oh, my wife's really? grandma is a twin. Hmm. So, so it runs. So there's runs twins all over the family. You got twins so yet? maybe no, I don't have twins yet, and I'm mm. not going to end up with twins. I don't think because I think we're done. Did you get fixed? Um, no, that's uh, why I said think. There's there's um, always a possibility. That's why I said think. Yeah. Um, but uh, but I have two daughters, and so the chances of me having s- I think they skip a generation. Exactly. Twins skip a generation. So exactly, that's right. Because my like I said, my wife's grandma. Not her, not her, not her parent, mom, yeah. and then her, and then her, and then so it wouldn't. It would be my grandkids would be the next generation that it should. Correct. Be. It wouldn't be me having. It wouldn't be my wife having twins. It would, it would be, be our kids our having kid, twins. Yeah, I get it. So there's a real good chance that I could have a left-handed twin baby, which would be grandkid, which would yeah, be grandkid, awesome. which would be cool. And plus, you'd have a bigger. Fa- I, all right, yeah, but it, we just had this conversation. It's funny, me, and my uncle just had this conversation. About big families mm-hmm. and and how it's kind of a dying, um, yeah, a dying thing. And no, we have a pretty big. We're we're you know three kids these days. Yeah. Three kids is a big family, right? All right, gotta get back on.
breaking track. Where did we go? Um, background checks? So we were talking about background checks before yeah. the last segment. Uh, I was telling you that we have gotten questions from people that are worried that uh, background checks are going to be getting more intense. Yeah, more stringent. And they're going to be, yeah, for different, yeah. different background checks for things like ammunition so and, um, and i i don't have go ahead i don't have the answer for you so but what can you explain can what currently goes yeah, yeah what, I can, what I can. currently goes into a background check and then what so if you are what are the things that you've heard that uh, that they are trying to implement some people maybe yeah. on the left that are trying to implement things to do certain stuff yeah, and and yeah. I and I've what heard they, what are they after and I've what heard do they rumors want rumors yeah. and and well, they want they want complete domination so right now how, what how what's the background check process right now for so them? you we would walk into southern armory and uh, you'd say I want to purchase this firearm and we'd say great do you have a missouri id uh, if it's a handgun you need a missouri id if it's a if it's a uh, long gun so a rifle or shotgun you need just an id of, mm-hmm. of the 50 states. Mm-hmm. We'd give you a form. Uh, it's called a 4473. You can Google that um, and hit images and it'll pull it up. I'll try to remember to put one on the Facebook page, mm-hmm. uh, both of them, Southern Armory Facebook page and the Second Amendment Radio Amendment Facebook Radio. page. Yeah. Uh, but you get your last name, your first name, your middle name, uh, your street address, cities, country, uh, or county, uh, which people always say country, but country's mm-hmm. on here too. So <laughs> county, state, zip code. Uh, place of birth, your height, your weight, your sex, it's only male or female, uh, birthday, social security number. That's the first thing. So it sounds eight. like a lot of the things that go into yeah. um, like a driver's license. It is, it is yeah. basically, it's like a, yeah. the first really nine um, on there uh, are your driver's license information. Yeah. And, and and I tell people it's the easiest test you're ever going to take because it's all about you. Right. So, uh, so that's the first, you know, eight or nine. Uh, well, eight, I guess. Nine is a unique personal identification number that is issued to you by um, the FBI. If there has been any kind of confusion, you get people like I got a buddy. His name is Adam Brooks. Go ahead, look him up. <laughs> there's only a million of them. Right, exactly. Um, and I guarantee you there's, you know, one that was born on the same day as him. It's yeah. just such a common, it's a super yeah. common name. He always kicks a delay, three-day delay. And uh, we'll get into the, the waiting period okay. thing here in a little bit. But he always kicks a three-day delay. For those of you who know what that is, you're ahead of the game. Otherwise, we'll talk about it here in a little bit. Next thing you get asked is uh, 10A and 10B. People always get this one confused. 10A is you are Hispanic. Or, you are Hispanic, uh, Hispanic yeah. or Latino, yeah. or you're not Hispanic or Latino. Got it. Uh, then you go over to B. So you check. I would check not right. Right. And then you would go over, and then it ask you what your race is. Um, and you know, I I obviously check white as along with everybody in this room. Mm-hmm. Um, and then your other options are There's American not an Indian. Italian option on there. What? There's not an Italian option on there because that's what I would. I'm kidding. Uh, so no. No, no. So what's no the typi- is there a typical wait period for for everybody or does it have to be like you said does there have to be some so, kind of warning both. or like okay. Yeah, so we'll get there here in a minute. Let's just mm-hmm. finish running through the form here. Sure. Uh 10A. I always get people asking me, "Well, why do they care if I'm Hispa- uh, Hispanic or Latino or not Hispanic or Latino?" And what they did was after Fast and Furious uh, they created an additional database. This is what I'm told. Mm-hmm. Um, and if you are Hispanic or Latino, they run you through an additional database of known cartel members and associates. Mm-hmm. Okay, 
probably more of a border state problem, mm-hmm. a southern border right, problem, right. not a Missouri problem. Right. The other thing that I think is— But it's is, all federally done. Right, so it's it all federal. All, yeah. and, and, of course, in federal logic, we're only going to run the Hispanic people through this. Well, here's my point. Are you telling me that—I'm going to read the, off the form here—an American Indian, Alaskan Native, Asian, Black— uh, or African American, Native Hawaiian, or Pacific Islander, or white person is not corruptible for money, or if you're threatening their family. Right. Right. You think you just run everybody through this database? Yeah. Yes. Okay. The so, additional database. Right. So we'll just go with that. Okay. Right. right. So uh, then, point. then you get yeah, I, it's the government. So then uh, you get into uh, some yes and no questions. Uh, is this firearm actually for you? Or are you the actual purchaser? Is it going into your collection? Um, if you're buying it for somebody else, it's, you know, it's a different story. Um, are you under indictment or information in any court for any felony in which a judge could imprison you for more than a year? Okay. Well, it went by quick. I know. Right. Um, are you a fugitive That's from justice? That's I was trying to get to the are waiting you, period. Right. Are you convicted <laughs> felon? Um, you know, I'll post this on there, but there's a bunch of yes and no questions. So yeah. then we run the background check. The background check, um, if you kick a three-day delay. You get delayed for three days from the time that, you know, the background check was run. And if they don't tell you no, you come back and you can get it. It can't come back early. We call you. No big deal. That's a federal waiting period. How often does that happen? It depends. You know, if they have a really common name and don't give us a Social Security number, I gotcha. guarantee you they're coming back in three days. Right. I just, I'll bet money on it. Gotcha. Now, um, Missouri has no state. Uh, mandatory waiting period, right? So Missouri, for Missouri resident, you pass the federal background check, you get the gun, there's no questions. Illinois. Illinois has a 48-hour uh, now uh, waiting period. Just went into effect. Just went into, well, it was, uh, that's the thing, though. It was always there, okay? So it was 48 hours for your handguns, 24 hours for your long, or for your long guns. Yeah. Now it's 48 hours blanket. Gotcha. Okay, and we have to observe that in Missouri. So if you're from Illinois and you come to Southern Armory, we're going to have to hold you for two days. Right. You no choice there. Right. But there's no federal. It's all the state level. All those, all those holding, all those waiting periods. And California's got them. New York's got them. Um, of course, New York's got them. I think Massachusetts has ones too. And and I think the longest one I've heard of is like 30 days. All right, I, we've got to go. I've got a lot of questions. Keep sending them to uh, my Twitter at Tony Colombo 971 or the Southern Armory or Second Amendment Radio Facebook page. We're going to get yep. to more of your questions. We'd love to have you week. like us. Yeah, and, and like get us, on there and join the conversation. Follow us. Absolutely. Stop in the shop. Yep. that's a good one. We will see you. <laughs> we love to see you every there. time. That's a good one. Yeah. We'll see you next week, Saturday, three o'clock. Second Amendment Radio, right here on. On FM News Talk 97.1. Enjoy the rest of your weekend.